Life Audio. Welcome to the Untangling Life Podcast with Rachel Wojo. I'm Rachel, and this podcast is where you'll find the space to clear your head and calm your heart. I'm so glad you're here. Make yourself at home. Welcome to episode 61 of the Untangling Life podcast. I'm Rachel, and in this episode, I am calling out to the tired and worn. I'm tired, you're tired, all God's people are tired. So today, I wanted to share four prayers for the weary soul. In Matthew 11, we find Jesus saying, Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Come to me, Jesus called for the weary soul to find rest in him. But how do we really find that rest? I think one of the ways is by making sure we choose the proper burdens. I put that in air quotes, although you can't see me. When our work supersedes everything else, there's no balance. When humility is lost or priorities are misplaced, there's no peace. Jesus promised that his yoke, the work that we do for him, would be easy. He promised a light load when our hearts are in sync with his. So our first prayer is, Lord, help us take the first step of surrender. Soul rest is really the result of gentleness and humility. I have a dear friend, Lucinda Seacrest McDowell, who has a book called Soul Strong. I'll put the link in the show notes for you. But her book is a beautiful balance of learning how to be strong in the Lord and yet rest fully in Him. And appreciate it even more now, probably, than I did a year ago because my dear friend Cindy... We sat together for a meal last November, and then this year, uh, just a couple months ago, she left us for heaven due to cancer. And it was heartbreaking, but the lessons that she taught us in that book, the legacy that she left is very noteworthy. And so I would encourage you to grab that book if you're struggling with this idea of coming to a place where your soul is at rest. It really is the result of gentleness and humility. It's the result of laying your burdens at the feet of Jesus and accepting his burden as your own. So as we think about these four prayers for the weary soul, the first one is, Lord, help us take the first step of surrender. Because when we're surrendered to him, we can rest in him. We can rest in his care. I would encourage you to figure out where you can schedule a purposeful pause in your day to specifically pray for rest. I think that praying for rest is critical to understanding that Jesus receives us just as we are. When we feel like we don't have the strength, that is the perfect time for his strength to show up. Amen. In Mark 6, Jesus feeds the 5,000, but just before he does... The apostles are gathered around him and they have reported to him all that they've done and taught. 
there were so many people coming and going that they didn't even get a chance to eat. And Jesus says to them in Mark 6, verse 31, Come with me by yourselves to a quiet place and get some rest. I actually drew a little heart by that verse in my Bible because I wanted to remember that it's a beautiful thing to pause and enjoy a rest of meal and a rest of company and just sitting still. I feel like learning how to sit in silence or sit in camaraderie and just enjoy one another is such a lost art form. And I treasure these words, come with me by yourselves to a quiet place and get some rest. The author of this section of the Bible, Mark, is a direct storyteller. His words do not have a lot of description in them. And so for him to take this pause and explain what was happening, I feel like as a mother to seven children, my heart relates so strongly to this phrase. Sometimes the wisest thing that we can do is take a nap. One of the ways that I know that I am getting tired, both physically and mentally, is when my feet start to stumble. My husband will tell you that I am a tripper. And so I know that if I start tripping, this is a trigger that tells me it is time to pause and rest. I probably have a mental trigger as well that's telling me it's time to pause and rest A lot of times it is just weariness, it is fatigue, and that is telling me, hey, it's time to rest. If I can't think of something or keep forgetting things, then I'm overworked and mentally tired, and that is a, a thought stumbling. So what is the trigger that you could use to know that it's a time for you to pause and rest? This second prayer is, Lord, help me recognize The very moment I need a quiet place, we often procrastinate with getting the rest that we need, both physically, mentally, and spiritually. And so when the opportunity comes, we want to recognize that moment right away and even be preventative, right? Be preventative in our need for rest. Dr. Sandra Dalton-Smith defines rest in this way. A well-rested life is a life at one with God, self, and others. It's strengthened by winding down the expectation of others and charging up your expectations for yourself. You become in tune with what you need to be at your best. You become comfortable with your strengths and knowledgeable about your weaknesses. You then use that information to pour into the areas needing strengthening and reinforce areas already strong. You find your sweet spot in living, loving, being, doing, and resting. Dr. Sandra has a book titled Sacred Rest, and I have been meaning to read this book thoroughly. It is on my summer reading list. I need to pause for a moment with a brief word from our sponsors, but I'll be right back after these messages. Well, good day to you. It's Joel with The King Country dropping in to let you know that our brand new film, Unsung Hero, is in theaters now. It's Luke here. We've teamed up with the creators of Jesus Revolution to bring you this adventure of a lifetime. It's a powerful, true story about a family uniting, growing in their faith, and facing the impossible together. In theaters now, unsunghero.movie for more information. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. 
Thanks so much for listening into that message. And now let's recap. Our first prayer of rest was, Lord, help us take the first step of surrender. Our second prayer of rest was, Lord, help me recognize the very moment I need a quiet place. And now our third prayer comes from the story of Moses. Moses was longing for God to bring a second in command leader to help him. In Exodus 33, he is worn out from responsibility. He's weary from the role of his leadership. And upon asking God for help, God replied to Moses, My presence will go with you and I will give you rest. So whether the responsibilities of family, ministry, or work, we can always rest in God's presence because he is ever with us. Rest is in him and from him. So this third prayer is, Lord, give me the right heart behind my quest for rest. Teach me your way so that I can know you and continue to find favor with you. How do you recognize the presence of the Lord and his power in your own life? This is a very personal question. I think God's presence comes to us in different forms and in different ways. And our ability to recognize it is sometimes limited. Broadening our ability to recognize the presence of the Lord is so important. And when we are filled with God's spirit, And we recognize that that is when we can step into the power and the strength that he has for us. This is why rest is so important. If you can think of a time in the past when God showed himself to you and you can thank him for it and remind him of it when you are weary, then that will give you a boost of strength that goes beyond just any old regular chocolate bar or (laughs) power bar or smoothie, right? Or cup of coffee, whatever your, pick your poison, whatever it is these days. And now this fourth prayer I want to share with you stems from Isaiah 40, a very popular passage. And I think that a lot of us garner so much strength from this passage. Isaiah 40 verse 28, do you not know? Have you not heard? The Lord is the everlasting God, the creator of the ends of the earth. He will not grow tired or weary, and his understanding no one can fathom. He gives strength to the weary and increases the power of the weak. Even youths grow tired and weary, and young men stumble and fall. But those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not be faint. The fact that God never gets tired has always amazed me. How is it possible that he never grows weary? In my humanity, I really can't wrap my head around it, and yet God's word is true. He does not grow tired in any way, and his strength is ever available. What is our part in this equation? Verse 31 says, those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. And that is where we find our fourth prayer for rest. Lord, renew my strength through hope in you. Rest enters our lives when we choose to place our hope in God and draw from his strength. In my book, One More Step, Finding Strength When You Feel Like Giving Up, I talk about where we place our hope and how that makes all the difference in the world. We're often tempted to place our hope in things, in other people, 
or even in ourselves. Society teaches us, culture today teaches us to place our hope in ourselves. And it is only and when we place our hope in God that we can receive the strength that he offers. This is when we'll receive the strength to run his path with full energy. I love to praise the Lord for being the one who never grows tired. And so when I turn to him and rest in him, he fills me with strength. That is why it's so important to do it regularly, right? What if you took just a moment today to make a post-it prayer? A post-it prayer is just a one-sentence prayer of your own. Maybe you can take one of the four that I've shared with you today, or you can create one of your own. But whatever you do, put it in your line of sight for today. I wanted to share with you a story that I share in my book, One More Step. It's about my mom. Whenever I would go to the store, the post office, or anywhere with my mom, people would always smile and want to talk to her. She had a listening ear, and no matter how busy she was with nine kids at at home or at church, she always took time for others. Even when she didn't know them well, when she saw a need, she just did her best to meet it. She was such a great example of that for me. And so when the church choir leader and his wife moved back to our small town because his wife had cancer, my mom was one of the first to go visit with her. Between college semesters, I'd ask my mom why she continually visited this woman she hardly knew. And mom always answered, sometimes we don't fully understand why we're doing things. We just know that God wants us to do them. And so what began with one short visit turned into days upon days of visits. No one knew how sick the chemo was going to make this dear woman. This was many years ago. No one knew that day after day she would vomit for hours while my mom held her bedpan and whispered God's love over her. No one knew that her husband would need meals not just for a few weeks, but for almost two years. No one knew that several days a week for those years, my mom would read scripture and pray with this extremely ill lady with whom she wasn't even a close friend prior to the cancer. And I know my mom was exhausted during those two years. She still did all of this for this woman while caring for her own family and own home. She tried to schedule the visits while we were in school, and she would pick us up for school and cook and supervise homework. And every evening she would take a meal or two to this woman's house and return to feed us. She could have said that her own life was too full to keep doing what she had started, and I think it would have been okay. Everyone would have understood. But she would not stop what God wanted her to start. She simply drew strength from the Lord through spending time with Him. She rested in Him, and she guarded this time with Him carefully each evening. This was what enabled her to fight fatigue. It would be eight years later when cancer picked a fight with my mom. The fight was fierce, but the battle was short at less than six months. One of the days just before mom died, her eyes peered up from the hospital bed at home. She caught a glimpse of my sister crying. The words somehow made it through her lips and she said, everything is going to be all right. Even in the depths of her own suffering, she wasn't too tired to encourage someone else to keep going. Relying on God for strength had been her habit for so long that she didn't know any other way of living. What a moment it must have been for mom when she crossed over Jordan and met her friend, the choir director's wife, at the pearly gate. 
while cancer ended their lives on earth. I'd love to hear the alto section of heaven sounding out strong with these two persevering women. I can't remember my mom ever telling me not to give up when I was tired. She never had to. She really just lived it. Her example reminded me time after time that exhaustion is never a reason to give up. So rest, remember that God is never tired, and when you feel tired, too tired to keep going, remember that He is our true source of strength, and He's always right there to provide the strength that we need. If you're asking yourself, how can I experience soul rest in the presence of God, then I know that you'll enjoy the resources I've talked about in today's session, One More Step, Finding Strength When You Feel Like Giving Up, and Rest for the Weary, the Bible Reading Plan and Journal. The four prayers I've shared with you today are from this journal. And you can find these resources at rachelwojo.com forward slash shop. I will also list each link in the show notes. Thanks so much for listening in today. Until next time, God sees you and knows your need. Thank you for listening to the Untangling Life Podcast with Rachel Wojo. If you enjoyed this podcast episode, be sure to subscribe. For show notes and free resources, visit rachelwojo.com. See you again soon. Dedicating time each day to spend feeding our minds and our hearts the truth of God's Word is immensely helpful in our growth as followers of Christ. I'm John Stonge, and each day I host a show called Daily Devotions with Pastor John. On the show, I spend just a few minutes taking an applicational look at one or two verses of Scripture before coming to the Lord in prayer. If you'd like to make a habit of spending more time meditating on the truth of God's Word, You can listen to Daily Devotions with Pastor John at lifeaudio.com or on your favorite podcasting app.